The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers Podcast Show number 244, being recorded on February the 18th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Jesus is known as Jesus Walks Loud. Today, I'm joined by no one, just me. That's right, it's me. I'm alone here in the HTP studios. Alone and sad because Gunny couldn't make it, Eric couldn't make it. Canadian couldn't make it. No one could make it. They all got fired. So today, I am alone. That's right. Anyways, I want to talk about, I guess, horrible gamer stuff. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore horrible gamers podcast. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. At underscore horrible gamers. You can always join our Facebook group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community on Facebook. That is a closed group, so that means anything you post in the group is not visible by people outside of the group. It's only visible by members of the group. You can also always email us at feedback at horriblegamers.com. That is our email address. Any email that you sent there goes directly to us, and we can see it, and we can read it, and all that good stuff on the show if you want us to. Or if you just want to give us feedback, any criticism, etc., anything like that, you want to just tell us that we suck or you hate us, let us know through email. Why not? Because we'll read it at work probably, and we're going to be super pissed, and you're going to ruin our days. But who cares? Just send us emails. <laughs> you can always support the show financially as well over at Patreon, patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers, and you get exclusive content with the Patreon Plus extra shows. That's right, Patreon Plus. That's like HTTP Plus. I mean, not Patreon Plus. What the f- God, man, I'm off. I'm off my game today. I have no one here to correct me. I'm. I don't know what to do. I feel lonely right now. Anyways, HTP Plus. It's the horrible gamers podcast plus thing that you can go and listen to extra plus shows of the horrible gamers. That's us. And um, I want to give a quick shout out to our Patreon patrons over at Patreon.com/slash/horriblegamers. Jonathan Hall is on the list. Alan Maybe, Joshua Wolf, Evan Tanaka, John Jerome, Adam Sunday, Clint Thiel, Dirty Bite, Robbie Wheat, David Snyder, Brian Capessa, Nathan Malice, and the Mayo. Thank you guys for being Patreon supporters of HGP. I, I fucking think you guys are awesome. So thank you. And uh, yeah, let's grow that list, people. Let's grow that list. I want to be able to read that list for one hour straight. So we need to grow that list. I want to be able to read it for one hour in the beginning of the show, every show. Why not? Anyways, anyways, our intro song is done by Fowler and Twistics. It is called Breakout. Our outro song is done by Broke for Free. It is called Night Owl. You can also find it on porn, I guess, because that's what I heard last week. So that's what I said last week, and that's what I'm saying this week. You can find it in some porn somewhere on Twitter, I think. That's what I heard. Rumor has it. Anyways, let's talk about what I've been playing this week, because nobody else is here. No one else is playing games, I guess. guess I'm alone. Anyways, I've been playing some, uh, what's that? 
uh, that new game, that one with the mask and the gas and then toxic and everything, mutants. Uh, fuck. Metro! Metro Exodus! It just released this last Friday. It released on the 15th. A great day for games. Lots of games released that day. But Metro Exodus was probably one of the big ones. It originally was set to release on the 22nd of this month. But after Anthem and all these other games got pushed to that date, I feel like they felt like they needed to release a week early. Stay away from that hype. That's a smart move. So they released on the 15th. Awesome move by them. I'm glad they did it because I got to enjoy the game this weekend. I will continue playing it. I should probably be playing it right now instead of doing this show, but who cares? Um, so I've gotten pretty far into the game. Um, I want to say three chapters in. Uh, so there's different areas in this game where you go to. In the beginning, you start off in Moscow. Of course, we've all known what it's like there. So you're pretty much the same guy, Artyom. And... Uh, you continue in after what happened in Metro Last Light and Metro 2033. Um, so you continue in the story. So a few years after Last Light. And um, you're pretty much in Moscow in the beginning. And you're going through a tunnel. And then you end up going to the surface. You're trying to find the remnants of civilization. You're trying to... You know for a fact. Like, Artyom knows there's somebody out there surviving but, like, no one believes him in the Metro. Like, no one's like, dude, there's no one out here. Like, you're fucking tripping. No one is out here, dude. No one. You're, you're alone. Nothing but monsters out here. And, and, you know, and then all of a sudden a train goes by. And you're like, <gasps> fucking train. Fucking train just went by. And then, yeah, so then they start chasing the train and all that good stuff. And that's where the story kind of starts to get pretty good. Uh, and then you go to the, the first area which is like a snowy area, which was pretty interesting. I like the people that you meet there. Um, and that's where it kind of kind of becomes open world. Uh, the game is not open world per se. Like, uh, it's not a Far Cry game or it's not like a GTA game. It's not a Red Dead game. It's more like a, uh, a Rise of the Tomb Raider type game where, like, you're, you're open in a certain area and you kinda cl you're stuck in this area until you complete the story missions that are there. Um, as far as side missions, I don't know, I don't know if you really get any from, like, random NPCs, I, I, I guess some of my people in the crew, like, some of the people on the train kind of told me to go get stuff for them, like, hey, can you go get me this guitar or whatever, and I was able to go find the guitar in, uh, some tower somewhere, that was a bandit camp or something, so I guess there is side missions, but... It's not like you go somewhere and ask for a side mission. They kind of just—it kind of just happens. They kind of just mention it to you, like, "Hey, um, by the way, you know, like I really wish I had a guitar right now. Like, you know, I'm pretty good at playing it. You know, like, hey, maybe there's a guitar over there if you find one." And all of a sudden, a little icon pops up, pops up on your map, and it's like, "Oh, there's a guitar here." So you go there and then you, you kill everybody and you take it and you give it back to the dude. Whenever you get back to your train. Um, but that first area was really interesting. They have these crazy monsters, fucking just insane monsters, man. There's like these these guys that look like human mutants, and they run at you like pretty fast, and they get down on all fours and kind of jump at you. Um, they can throw rocks at you if you start climbing up and try to avoid them. They can start throwing rocks at you, so they could break your mask by throwing rocks at you, which sucks because... They broke my mask, like, a few times, and, and I had to put, like, tape on it, so, like, part of my screen was covered up with tape because of my mask. I was all broken. 
in this game you still have to change your filters like you did in the previous game so you you have a little timer which is usually three minutes long and then you it starts going beep 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 like when it's down to one minute on your filter and then you just switch it out um you can craft items in this game which i'm not 100 sure that we could do in the last games i haven't played them in a while um but yeah you can craft items so you pick up scrap and you pick up like this little like it looks like a chemical symbol but i don't know what it really is it's just like a little it's either in plants or just laying around like in different areas of the map in different buildings you're just finding lane like in medkits or something and you use the, the the metal parts and the chemical symbol to combine them and then it creates like Using five of each will create a med kit, and you can carry up to five med kits at a time on you. You can also craft more filters, so you can carry like more filters and you don't have more time in case you ever run into a situation where you need a filter. Um, you can also craft like these like metal BBs for like this BB type, this BB gun you get, like a like a BB gun where you like pump it up with air and then you shoot, and it's very silent. It makes no noise, so it's super helpful because you never run out of you never really could run out of ammo with that thing. You could run out of air, and then you have to like run away and pump it up real quick while you're running. And, and you do run out of ammo, I guess, because you have to reload it and you do lose BBs, so you have to craft them. But what I don't mean, you don't run out of ammo because you can always craft BBs. Unlike the other guns, like say the AK or the pistol, the sniper rifle, or the shotgun, you have to craft that ammo on a table, like in a, they call it the workbench, I think. So you have to go to the workbench inside a safe zone to craft that ammo like the actual ammo for like a shotgun or a rifle for this bb gun you only need to craft that ammo in a backpack so you can just pull out your backpack real quick wherever you're at you can hide in a corner and then just craft a bunch of bbs and then hopefully you get through the building that you're trying to get to or get through um so there's that um there was pretty hard missions in some of those areas of the map some really creepy ones that i ran into there was one mission where i was underground and the lights went out and that freaked me out it, it was intense because you have no light so like all the light you have is your flashlight and um it kind of sucked <laughs> it was tough at points um i didn't never died but i did get lost a few times because there's so much turning around turning left turning right then the lights would turn on real quick and they'll turn off again and you're like oh fuck, which way did i go did i go this way did I turn left over here? Why am I back over here? I should have gone the other way. And you got these things chasing you in the dark. And um, it was crazy. It was a crazy mission. Um, really interesting characters I met. Um, so, like, if you played the previous games, like Last Light and, and Metro 2033, you're going to meet Anna and her dad, which is, like, the commander, the colonel, whatever. Miller, I think that's his name. And then you got Duke, which is, like, a dude from the order he joined the order not too long ago he's the youngest guy in there then you got like idiot this guy who his name is idiot because that's what he thinks he is he's an idiot so he named himself that i guess um you got other people part of your crew then you also recruit people kind of like as part of your crew as you go through the story you're kind of meeting people and some are willing to help you some are willing to join you so you're kind of recruiting them to join your train and your caravan so you can continue going to find this Eden or whatever, this place where everyone's living because there's no nukes that went off there or whatever. You know, it's like a utopia in this frozen wasteland. 
not really frozen, not everything's frozen, but like, you know, you're trying to get out of Moscow, shitty, blown up Moscow. Um, so, yeah, I'm enjoying the game. There's, there's a whole lot of things I could say about the game. The the one thing that I did not like in the beginning was the movement felt really, really slow. Like, probably the slowest turning and the slowest, like, aiming and walking around and looking around that I've ever, ever, ever felt in my life. I mean, I was literally, like, moving and it felt like my guy was taking, like, one step and, like, moving. Like, like, he was walking in space or something. It was insane. But the weird thing was, like, his footsteps sounded like, like, it sounded like he was tap dancing when I was barely moving. And I was like, what the hell's going on with this audio? And I don't know, like, after playing it for a few hours, it kind of went away. But in that beginning part, like, you could totally hear his footsteps and just, like, be like, what the hell? Why is he, like, taking 50 steps, but I'm moving, like, two feet? You know? It's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> so there's that. I love the aesthetic of the game. I love the setting that it's in, like, it's kind of like Cold War era, almost, where, like, the U.S. and, I'm assuming, Russia bombed each other because, whatever, because they wanted to. Cold War, you know, everyone blew each other up. But, um, so it's kind of like old school when you're going through, like, these blown-up buildings or whatever. You, you see, like, all these things and all these old-school-looking computers and, you know, furniture and TVs and stereos and everything looks kind of old-school. I like that look. It's, it's a cool vibe. It reminds me of Fallout, but, like, a better Fallout. <laughs> it feels better than Fallout, but it reminds me of Fallout because it's just the nukes went off and everything's kind of blown up and destroyed. Um, only a Fallout had, like, the shooting this game has where you're actually, like, aiming down sights and shooting your gun, like... Uh, if only if it was like that, I would think it would be a little bit better. Um, and and only if it handled like Metro does, it would be a whole lot better, I think. Um, but there's that. Uh, that's really it. Honestly, uh, Metro's turning out to be a lot of fun. Um, you'll learn different things in the game. For example, uh, like enemies will surrender if you take out so many of them in an area. The rest will just put their guns down. And you can walk up to them and either kill them. Or just punch him and knock him out and take all their stuff. Um, there is different multiple endings to each chapter depending on what actions you made during the game. For example, in that first area, say you choose to kill a bunch of people. Um, and you don't do a pacifist run. A certain member will die from your crew. And should you choose to do a pacifist run, that member will actually live at the end of that chapter. So the next chapter, you have that one character with you. He'll still be there. Um, so I kind of look forward to playing this game again. Once I finish it, maybe take a break, you know, and then come back to it in, I don't know, eight months or so. But I'm not even done with it just yet. Like I said, I'm in the third area now. That second area was nuts. It was honestly really cool. It reminded me a lot of Doom. It, it, it was like a Doom level where... There's this rock music playing, and it was pretty intense. It was just an intense feeling where you're just running through this area looking for somebody. There's, like, this crazy rock music is playing. Totally felt like doom. These guys are running at you with crazy guns and hatchets and sticks, and it was just insane. It was fucking insanity, <laughs> but it was amazing. Uh, but, yeah, that's it. Metro, Metro. That's all I'm going to talk about Metro, guys uh, and girls. That's it. Metro is done. We're done talking about that game. Play it. I like it, 60 bucks worth it, and if you pre-ordered, you actually got a copy of, like, Metro, 
uh, Redux collection or Metro 2033. One of the two. I know you got some kind of old Metro game with it if you pre-ordered. Anyways, um, what else have I been playing this week? I've been playing a little bit more of uh, Firewall Zero Hour, the PSVR game. Uh, played a little bit more of that, had a little fun with that. Um, but I know you want to hear me talk about it, so I will. Crackdown 3. It's on Game Pass, finally released on Friday, and I'm like, woohoo, man, like, this is crazy, like, the, the game just came out, okay, boom, you know, like, I got Metro, I got Crackdown, I'm, I'm fucking set. So, I try a little bit of Crackdown, and, I don't know what to say, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not disappointed in the game, I'm not, not liking it. <laughs> I like the game, it's just... Something about it feels a little weird to me where you just auto-lock to people and you're just shooting with, like, holding the right trigger and you just, like, or holding the left trigger and auto-locks and he shoots. And, but it's not a bad game. It, it actually reminds me a lot of Sunset Overdrive without the sliding mechanics, without, like, the sliding everywhere and the really cool movement. It reminds me a lot of that. And this game is one of those games where it's, it's a ton of fun and people are going to love it. People are going to really, really enjoy it. And I'm probably going to be one of those people that actually has got such bad reviews. And, you know, I'm looking at websites giving it fours and fives. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I guess, I mean, it is what it is, right? Like, I, I said it a long time ago. And even, I said it like last month. And a long time ago, I would always say, like, when Crackdown releases crackdown 3 it's gonna get like bad reviews i just i felt it i there's something about the game something about like just all, all the, the press around it you know the oh like you know it's being delayed and this and that and oh people didn't like it at e3 people thought it was shit so they went back and they redid everything and it's just all that all that negativity i felt like it finally came out of these reviews and it sucks because I feel like the game isn't as bad as people are saying it is in the reviews. Honestly, is it a $60 game? Eh, that's a, that's a tough one. I, I would say that it had Microsoft released the game at a $40 price point, it would have been good. That's a good price for it. That's awesome. It's perfect. It fits. But then they would have been criticized for releasing a game that's not AAA because only AAA games release at $60. It, it's just... This stupid like mentality people have where you must release a game, and, and if the game is not sixty dollars, then it must be a shitty game. It's not a full size game, yet like PUBG, you know, one of the best selling games of all time, thirty dollars, and people don't bat an eye twice. But I guess it's a battle royale, so whatever. But I mean, you know, they, they released this single player game, Crackdown Three. It's on Game Pass. It's on sale. Like you can buy it for sixty dollars, and. uh I don't think it's bad. Would I pay $60 for it? Personally, no. Personally, had this not been on Game Pass, I probably would have, wouldn't even try it. I probably would be like, yeah, cool. Glad you guys like it for the people that did buy it. Just like Sunset Overdrive, I didn't get into it at launch. Having played that game like a few years later, like it came out, what, 2015? I played it, what, um, I played it 2016 or maybe a year later, 2017. I fucking loved Sunset Overdrive. I was like, holy shit, this game is amazing. Everything about this game is amazing. I fucking love the characters, the stupidity, the, the grinding, the 
the shooting, the, the guns, the upgrades, the stupid story, the cheesy lines. I love everything about it. And as soon as I launched, as soon as I launched Crackdown Three, I was like, "Yep, this is like Sunset Overdrive." Like, just Terry Crews, like, "Fuck yeah, we're gonna fuck shit up." Yeah, you're the baddest motherfuckers ever. And you know, they all get blown up. <laughs> you're like the last guy alive, which is awesome. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, why not? Why not? Make this stupid. Make this fun. Make this the game. Then people that enjoy Crackdown want, and it is what it is. That is what it is. It is for people that enjoyed Crackdown one and two. Personally, I'm not a fan of those games. I never really played them, and I tried to get into Crackdown one like last year. Came out backwards compatible and all that shit. I was like, this is just lame. So this game, um, like I said, it's not bad. It's not the best. It's not like perfect that's far from it it's far from perfect like i said there's little for me it's kind of weird auto locking to people but i mean it's not bad either because i'm killing people it's, it's sort of just stupid fun you just jump around and you're blowing things up and using your big guns and you know crazy dumb bosses that pop up and um you know like shoot lasers or spawn people or spawn robots all that good stuff it's all in there um but yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all I really played this week, people. I'm sorry. Like I know you guys and girls probably expected me to talk about other games. Um, but yeah, that's really it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, wait. Apex. Fuck, I forget about Apex. Jeez. Oh, so Apex Legends. I played that. Yeah, Jesus played Apex. Of course, everyone's been playing Apex. It's like the new fucking thing, right? Like Everyone wants to play Apex. Anyways, I've been playing some Apex, and the other night, playing with Brink and Pigeon, Orange Pigeon, we uh, we were in a squad, you know, we were playing, and then, like, you know, we lost a few matches, like, three matches, four matches, we lost, and then all of a sudden, like, this one match, everything just clicked. It was just like, doo -doo 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 -doo. everything just fell into place perfectly, and we won. We won that match. And um, I think I actually ended up getting the final kill on that one or something happened where I got a kill. And then the other match, it was like a match after that. We kind of, we, I think Pigeon had to leave or something. And then, no, Pigeon didn't leave. I was like, that was my third win with Snyder. But, but we won like another match that night with me and Pigeon and Brink. We won two matches. They weren't back-to-back, -back, but it was like maybe like we won one, the next one we died right away, and then we won the one after that. So they were pretty close to each other. We won the two matches. It felt really good winning those two matches. It was intense. It was tactical. There was one where like these dudes were, they were like on top of this pillar thing, like this building, this wall. They were up above us, above the watchtower, and we were like shooting at them. They were trying to throw grenades down at us, and they actually knocked me once. Pigeon picked me up. Brink ran out, and, and they had to jump down from the top because the circle was closing in, and it was going to close in on them. So they had to jump down from the top, you know, where they were hiding. And as they all jumped down, they were focused on Brink because he ran in front of them. Me and Pigeon kind of came up behind them and just cleaned them all up, and that was amazing. That was like, man, that was so intense because they were all alive, and we were all alive, and it was just a crazy gunfight at the end there. They weren't expecting us to come up from behind, I think. And then the other one that I won was with playing with Snyder. Uh, Snyder and Brink and I you know, were playing, and there was one guy left alive. One guy left alive. 
And I hit my little scanner thing because I love playing with Bloodhound. He's like a total cheater class. You know, you just scan and shit pop. Enemies pop up for you. Anyways, I scanned and the dude was on top of the building and he was by himself because we were like almost in the last circle. So I'm like, guys, he's on top of the building because he had knocked me. And um, so sure enough, the dude jumped down and Snyder ran at him. He knocked Snyder and then I just killed him. And then we were like, fuck yeah, we won. It felt so good. Amazing feeling when you win in that game. Um, also, by the way, it doesn't take very long to unlock the second character. Like, if you have EA access, you got that free welcome pack, which lets you unlock a character for 750 coins. But to save the in-game currency, which I don't know what the hell the in-game currency is called, um, it takes about 21 hours because Brink... Uh, finally hit the level because he was like, dude, I finally hit the level where I have like 12,000 red coins or whatever to unlock uh, Caustic, the the gas guy or whatever. And I was like, yeah, why well, hit that the other night? And he was like, huh, interesting because he was looking at my stats and his and it said like for me, he played 21 hours and for him, he played 21 hours. So I would probably say that it takes roughly 21 hours to unlock a character in that game which isn't very long at all i feel like the leveling up is actually quite generous compared to PUBG. where like in PUBG, it takes like it could take you like a week to level up it's so fucking hard you're like what the fuck if you don't complete the challenges you're not gonna level up in PUBG. which it turns like maybe in the future maybe apex will be the exact same way where like you have to do the challenges to level up, but in, in, in right now it doesn't matter. Like right now, you can just do go in there and do what you want to do, and you know you'll be fine. But yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's all I played this week. I look forward to um, the division two coming out in a few weeks. Here <laughs> next week, I'll continue playing more Metro. Uh, excuse me, and all that good stuff. Anyways, um, I guess it's news time. Let's get into some news real quick and talk about the Carlton dance. That is right. Um, so, you, you know, we've been talking about this for the last few weeks now where Alfonso Ribeiro has been suing Fortnite because of the Carlton dance. You know, this is like, oh, you know, it's my dance. It's my, my thing. I made it or whatever. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Apparently... Apparently, um, he sued NBA 2K and Epic Games, right? But they pretty much, the lawsuit got thrown out in court the other day. Um, there's people that say, like, you can't copyright a dance. Um, so that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, this says here, like, even if he copyrighted the dance, it's not clear who owns the dance. So, sucks for him. He didn't get his lawsuit, to, you know, didn't go through. Pretty much he uh, kind of lost that. So, there's, there's that. <laughs> and in other news, um, Booker T is now suing Activision, saying they're using his likeness in the game Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Pretty much he says that they use his likeness, and it's him, and... I, I think he's probably right. <laughs> it looks a lot like him. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, we all know what happened with the Lindsay Lohan, you know, Rockstar stuff. 
So we'll see how this one turns out for Activision. In other news, uh, let's look here in some, some record-breaking sales of a game. So there was a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers, which has sold for $100,000. And $150. That, that's, that's a lot of damn money. But yeah, apparently this happened because um, uh, the game was sealed and it was perfect condition and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I guess if you're interested in buying shit like that. In other news, let's talk about porn. That's right. For my people who like to watch porn and people who own a Nintendo Switch. There's some good news for you. Um, there may be some kind of like porn style game come to the Nintendo Switch. That's right, a Nintendo Switch exclusive called Oshiete Onedari Shogi, which in English means teach me Japanese chess pretty please. Teach me Japanese chess pretty please. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, and it, <laughs> apparently it will have players give Shogi hints and tips to adult video actress Airi Satul, as well as cosplayers Yui Uno and Inori Hanamiya. <laughs> Apparently, if you give them these hints uh, for their reward, you're going to get photos and clips of these girls in bikinis, main outfits, and much more. That is right. There's going to be over 1,300 photos and over 30 clips, including DLC, to see these beautiful women in bikinis. Why not? That's right. While there is no nudity in the game, the game is going to be rated a 0D, which means it is 17 years old and up. That's right. Sorry, kids. No 16-year-olds watching this. It's also here that the digital-only the digital only game will include a panic screen that is called Mama Gakira Mama Ga Moro. <laughs> Which means, Mama showed up mode. <laughs> in case your mother walks in while you're playing the game. This is so fucking smart. Like, like boom, press a button. Yo, Mom, I'm just playing Sudoku on my Switch. What do you need? Yep, that's right. Anyways. <laughs> Apparently, in the promotional trailer, the girl... Uh, Satu, Satu, Satu. Um, it doesn't introduce her as a adult actress, like adult video actress, because that's what she is. That's what her Twitter says. In her Twitter, she says like, "I'm a porn star. It's what I do." You know, which is nothing wrong with that. Fuck, dude, be a porn star. It's okay. You make lots of money. Who cares? And you have sex. Like that's probably one of the coolest jobs in the world. But instead of calling her a porn star in the trailer, they call her your two and a. 2.5 dimensional sister. It's, it's uh, kind of creepy. I mean, your 2.5 dimensional sister. Uh, I, I guess. I don't know what's going on over there, Japan. Don't know what's going on. It says here that Satu posted behind the scenes photos of voice recording for Oshiete Onedari Shogi as well as her latest issue of Famitsu, which covers the game. So, yeah, so it's pictures of her. She looks like a Japanese girl, very young-looking girl. Um, 
But yeah, she's going to be in this game. And uh, yeah, the crazy part though. It's coming to Nintendo. Like, Nintendo is allowing this shit on the Nintendo. They're like, fuck, we don't care. Fuck it. Fuck it. Like, we have all the fucking indie titles on Steam. Fuck it. Let's start putting porn on here now. We don't give a shit. We want money. That's what we care about. Good move, Nintendo. I'm fucking happy for you because whatever. Whatever. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Uh, let's go here to more news. Um, hmm, hmm. See what the news machine left for me here. Uh, no, we read that. We read that. What is this? What the fuck is this? What is this? No video games for the prince. It says here that Prince William and Kate Middleton have banned video games in their home. <gasps> Shit. What? says here that once upon a time, Prince William said that Kate would not approve of him having a PlayStation 4. Um, oh, that sucks. What the fuck kind of lame-ass prince are you, dude? Like, the f yeah, it says here that they're trying to do their best to give their children a normal childhood. Yeah, right, you're never going to give your children a normal childhood. Stop lying to yourselves. You're fucking royalty. Um, blah, 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 blah. That's what the story says. They're going to fucking... Um, uh, no video games allowed, I think. Yeah, pretty much. They also have limited television viewing, and they're fucking royalty, so who gives a shit? Like, you, you, you people, man. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> we don't care about kings around here. This is America. Fuck yeah. We got rid of the king over here. In other news, uh, people in the video game industry are now rallying around the 800 employees. The 800 employees laid off by Activision and Blizzard. Um, so yeah, I mean, pretty much. There's a you know we all know what happened last week. Activision laid off 800 people. They said you know even though they recorded record record sales and record revenue. Um, who knows what their profits were, you know, you could make a lot of money, but not a lot of profit, because you spend so much money on dumb shit, like marketing, um, but yeah, that's what, these people laid off a bunch of people, 800 people, all together, roughly, and, um, apparently there's companies around that are, are trying to pick these people up, and, uh, hire them, you know, it could be said that some of these people probably worked for Destiny, in the marketing department, or social media, and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyways, I'm done with the news. I am done with the fucking. Get rid of this fucking news. Get rid of this news. Okay, okay. Let's go on to community questions here. I got some questions for you because, oh, wow, look, these are new questions. Hmm. Anyways, uh, oh, wait, these are, this is, these are old questions. What? I need new questions. What the fuck, man? Like, see what I mean? My fucking guys don't show up. They don't even put the questions for me in the damn notes. How am I supposed to do a show? How am I supposed to, like, function in this? This space, this is not a safe space, people. 
I don't feel safe right now. I feel threatened. Um, questions. Eric says, so my wife is wanting to try video games. So we played Halo CE and she was getting motion sickness. What games could a beginner play and not get motion sickness? Uh, uh hmm. Hmm. Tetris. 99. Newest Battle Royale. Get it, Eric. Go get it. Paul LePage asked, no podcast this week. Psych, Paul. I'm fucking here. I'm here now. Like, this is... This is me, and I'm just reading questions that people posted in the group, because fuck it. I don't give a shit. I'm Jesus. Do what the fuck I want around here. Let's see here. Uh, oh, in that same post, let me read this question here. Uh, Christopher said, wait, what? Okay, so is this the podcast that everyone was going to talk about, about the game of the week last week? So next week, you will only like it a little. No, Christopher. Fuck no. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, guy. All right? God. Fuck. You people. You fucking... Ugh. Ugh. I'm worked up. I'm worked up. It's okay. Breathe, Jesus. Breathe. See, this is like... This is a moment where I would mute myself and breathe really loud. And Gunny would be talking over me. But Gunny isn't here, so I, I have to breathe loudly right now. And it sucks. It sucks. Fucking Gunny. You're fired. You know what? You're just fired. Uh, let's get more questions in the group. More questions. It says here from Suzanne Piper Bauer. The more I play Anthem, the more I like it. Which is saying a lot. Because I'm terrible at and usually hate these types of games. It's like Bauer took their multiplayer from Mass Effect and... DA, I'm assuming that's Dragon Age, and made a whole game out of it. And those were the only multiplayer things I ever really liked. I do think I need to not use the easy setting. It's proving almost too easy even for me. There are some things I don't like or would change, but overall, yay. Cool. Cool story, Suzanne. Um, yeah. Anthem. Not for me. Um, like I said before, like, I, I played the first demo, private shit, or whatever the fuck. It wasn't, it was fun for a moment, and I really came off of that demo super hyped, super, super duper duper hyped. Like, I was like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And then, I had like a week to sit there and think about it, you know, like a Jesus week, where you just, you're rethinking your life decisions, and you're thinking about, like, the games you recommended, and and then you just realize like that game wasn't that good. So like I second demo came out the week after that, which was exactly like the first demo, just open to everybody. Whoop de doo. Um, still broken at some points, <laughs> but anyways, it came out to everyone, and I tried to play it again, and just didn't. It didn't grab me. I was like, this is. This isn't fun. This, this is like a boring fucking game. I'm just not having fun with this. A not a anthem. Anthem. Fucking anthem. Apex is good. Anthem sucks. Just not having fun with it. And that's what I've seen around Twitter, around um, 
all the social sites and shit, you know, people are kind of just not really liking it. Some people are loving it. Some people are not liking it. Some people are saying that it's kind of shitty that you have to always match me to get into a mission. You can never do a mission by yourself, which is kind of lame. But, I mean, I guess if you're trying to make an MMO type game like Destiny, you kind of force to put a play together. And, yeah, so there's that. But whatever, you know, like, it's not a game for me. I say for the people that are looking at this game right now, it may not be a game that's good at launch. But uh, maybe six months from now, eight months from now, maybe by December when the Game of the Year edition or whatever comes out, you can buy it and, and know that you have like a full game there. Because apparently BioWare and EA said that all the DLC for this game is free. But they've said the same thing for Star Wars Battlefront 2. And like, what have we got for that? Little, like, what have we got? We got like a couple maps. Like a, a story mission that was like not even that cool. It was okay. And that's it. Bunch of like that's that's really it. Like I think we've got some skins for Battlefront 2. Not much else besides that. So yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um Let's go here. More questions down in the group here. Oh, I am posted a pretty good deal with the you know, uh, Xbox One X, three hundred something dollars on New Egg. I don't know if that's over now. It probably is. Um, let's see here. More, more questions. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't know, people. I'm sorry. I'm trying to look here. I'm just looking here. Oh. Oh, hold up, hold up. Got a special announcement here from Jonathan Hall. He says that Little Star on on PlayStation, the Little Star for my PSVR folk, this is, this is for you. Apparently, they're going to start charging you $199 a month. Um, Yeah, $199 a month. No, wait, it's $299 a month if it's billed monthly or $199 a month if you pay yearly, which turns out to be... $22.88 per year to be able to view your own private feed on Little Star. That is shitty. <laughs> For people that don't know what a feed is, you know, you can link some porn feeds on there and get yourself some good old personal time with your VR. If you know what I'm saying, that's right. It's okay. Nintendo does it too. It's just they don't show nudity. They're just showing like naked girls in bikinis that look really young. It's okay. And they're calling them your sister. But it's okay. It's Japan. I'm not judging. My Japanese listeners, you guys are awesome. I love Japan. Go Japan. Japan number one. Uh, another news. Uh, blah, 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 blah. More questions. Some more questions here. Uh, nope. That's it. That's all, that's all I have. That's all I have for questions. I'm done. I'm fucking done. This is. It's been going on for a while now, and I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm done with this show. I'm done with Gunny. I'm done with Eric. Fuck you guys are fired. 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 I'm declaring a state of emergency in HGP land, and you're all fired. You fucking building big walls around Gunny's house and Eric's house. And then I'm firing them, and they're going to be stuck in there. You're done. You can find me, ladies and gentlemen, on 
Discord and the Horrible Gamers Podcast dis, dis, Horrible Gamers Podcast Discord server. Fuck, I have a hard time saying that. You can find me on Xbox Live Gamertag Jesus Rockslide. You can find me on PlayStation Network G. The letter G S U S walks a lot. You can find me on uh, uh, about uh, 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 on Twitter at Jesus walks a lot. You can find me. Um, that's it. That's it. And no, not you know what? I'm not going to edit nothing out of this show because you know what? Fuck it. You guys wanted a show this week, right? Paul the Page was demanding the show, so like I have to do this, and he forced me at gunpoint. Yeah, that's right. He forced me at gunpoint to do this. I'm scared. It's not a safe space. And yeah, so yeah, I'm done. I'm out of here. Love you guys. Peace out, Brussels sprouts. I'll catch you on the next edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast sometime this week. Uh, maybe Saturday. I think that's when we record. I don't know. Quit your job. I'm done. Goodbye. Bye.